2: This is the daily
0: tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
2: I did a little poll on my Twitter last night, Chelsea Messenger. If you ever want to participate in any of these polls that I do periodically, so I did favorite bet in Bengals Chiefs. I gave four options. I gave Bengals plus seven and a half, Chiefs minus seven and a half, over fifty four and a half, or under fifty four and a half. Guess the winner. The pick that most people like
0: I'm going to say my choice would be the over, but I'm going to say people were on the Chiefs laying the seven and a half.
2: Wrong. Bengals plus seven and a half got 36% of the votes. Really? Followed by the over of 54 and a half, getting 32%. Only 10% of the people said under and 19% said the Chiefs minus seven and a half. Are you surprised by this?
0: Yeah. I also want to say, Chelsea, and this is a compliment. I think you have a future as a pollster. You've been doing this now for a couple days. People respond. They like the questions you put out there. So maybe this is a side hustle for you. But I like this segment where you put out a poll and then we try and guess. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought I thought people would be on the Chiefs bandwagon because we keep seeing that just because maybe you have sharper betters on your timeline we're still seeing so much money come in on kansas city so yeah i am surprised
2: i know you can dive into polls and kind of look at some of the factors like you said i follow a lot of people on hashtag gambling twitter and people who are really involved in betting on these games but also betmgm retweeted this it got 693 votes so i'm sure that it's not just my followers who voted in this but Let's bring in another opinion and see what he likes in this poll. Let's bring on Joe Giglio appearing on the Roman guest line. He is the co-host of Beck UL daily immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evening. So Joe, I asked my Twitter for their favorite bet in Bengals chiefs. Who do you like?
1: Yeah, I would, I I think I did vote actually. I I did see your poll and I voted and I voted for the over. That would be my favorite play in this game. I just don't see how these two teams, and you know, we saw this line open a little bit shorter than it is right now, and it jumped right up because, of course, it did. And we're talking about two great quarterbacks, or, you know, one team that always puts up points in Kansas City, and I just can't see how this game isn't played in the upper 20s, and I'd, I'd be surprised if Kansas City isn't into at least the 30s. So you add it together, 54.5 seems reasonable, even though compared to most games in the NFL, that's really high. The, the over is is where I'd voted in this poll,
0: Joe, when you look at the spread here, and it's fascinating because we've seen so much money come in on Kansas City, but that line is stuck at Chiefs laying seven and a half. I know the Chiefs looked great last week, but also if the Bills win the coin toss, maybe they win that game. I'm of the opinion that the Chiefs defense – may not be able to slow down the Bengals and vice versa, so we could see a shootout here and a similar game in that whoever has the ball late might have a chance to win this thing. How do you see this game going down?
1: Yeah, and the way you described it certainly could play out that way because we've seen the Bengals here be game for all these matchups, including the one against Kansas City where they beat them last. And the one worry I have about the Bengals, and it is a lot of points to turn down, but a lot of those plays they made against the Chiefs in late December I mean, those are, those are kind of jump balls, big plays. right? You know, I, I don't know right now with this Bengals offensive line if they could go throw for throw with the Chiefs. I thought the Bills could last week. Throw for throw, play for play. They played with the Chiefs. I don't think the Bengals are there right now where the Bills were last week. And, and I just wonder, you know, how many sacks, how many throwaway plays could Joe Burrow and the Bengals have and still generate enough points? Perhaps, you know, on Sunday, Jamar Chase takes two five-yard slants and goes 65 yards and, And that keeps them in the game the whole time. But that Bengals offensive line for four quarters, it worries me if they keep up with Patrick Mahomes.
2: That's kind of the read I have on this game is when does the luck run out for the Bengals? Because we have seen back-to-back really close games won by the Bengals. They almost lost to the Raiders. And it took a 51-yard field goal at the end to take down a Titans team that offensively really couldn't get much going. So do you subscribe to that belief that eventually the pendulum swings the other way? Or do you think that the Bengals deserve credit for grinding out these wins?
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Well, they deserve credit, and the one thing that they they do have that is, it's funny, we don't talk about this during the season because it's just not something that that you think really makes that much of a difference when you talk week to week in the regular season, but I mean, their kicker and their kicking game and their special teams—it is a difference maker in these postseason, especially in these close games. Which, you know, I think you could have—you could have assumed the first two games for Cincinnati would be against the the Raiders at home, and then obviously last week on the road against the number one seed. I mean, those are going to be close games, and their kicker makes a difference. So I don't think they'll give up points there, but there is a little bit of luck to this. There is a little bit of floss to their team outside of Burrow and those great receivers. I don't. I just feel like if you've beat the Chiefs or you come close to being the Chiefs, you have to play perfect. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is 8-2 in his postseason career. His only losses are to, are to, to Tom Brady. I, I mean, he doesn't lose against anyone other than Tom Brady in the playoffs, and he usually wins these 10-plus points. Um, I'm on the Chiefs' side, though I certainly like the over more than I do the side in this game.
0: We're talking with Joe Giglio, co-host of BetQL Daily. Immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can also hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evenings. Joe, when you look at the NFC, I tend to I tend to really lean Niners here. I like the plus three and a half. I'm tempted to maybe take San Francisco money line because they've beaten the Rams twice this season because they are going to have home field advantage, I feel like, even in L.A. Can you make a case for the Rams here?
1: Well, the, the case, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you, James. I think the Niners, the 49ers side is the right side of this game. But if there's a case for the Rams, it is this. The 49ers eventually are going to run out of some gas here, aren't they? I mean, this is a fourth straight road game here. They are banged up all over the place. And I actually think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than people give him credit for. Now, he, he hasn't had a great postseason, and he's certainly playing banged up now. But in general, I think when he's healthy, which isn't enough, he's a good quarterback. Not a great one, but a good one. So, like, The idea of the Rams um, in this game against the 49ers being a three-and-a-half point. There's a reason for it because they are the healthier team. They are the home team. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who I do think is a good quarterback, is not physically right right now. So you add those things together, and you see why the Rams are the favorite. They should be the favorite. I'm not going to be surprised if they win. But, boy, this game is lined perfectly. Like, when I close my eyes before a week, especially a big-week playoff week, I always kind of think what I think the final score might be. And every time I do it for this game, I come back to the Rams probably winning by a field goal. And, and that tells you everything you need to know about the line. Like, the hook is perfect. I would take the points for the Niners. I think that's the smarter side. But um, the Rams winning and going to the Super Bowl and winning a close game won't surprise me at all.
2: So we talk about futures a lot on sports betting talk shows, and it's tough. I think it's a tougher market than people realize. Are there any futures – on the board right now that you've talked about on your show that you like and looking at the most basic one, the Super Bowl winner, Chiefs plus 120, Rams plus 200, Niners plus 450, and Bengals plus 800. Are there any futures that you think still hold some value this late in the season?
1: Yeah, I think the Rams' future is is certainly uh, valuable if you think they're going to win the game uh, because I, I think that's an interesting matchup against the Chiefs uh, in a potential Super Bowl, which I think we're probably going to get. And then, really, the, the the market I think you can find the most value in right now, other than just who's going to win the game, is the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, because, really, a week from now, guys, all these odds that we have for Super Bowl MVP, these futures, are going to be cut in half. So, if you, could see, if you feel like you have a decent read on who's going to be there, you basically get double the money than you would get next week. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is, is obviously a, a great bet, but, you know, on the – Side. Let's say the Niners make it, and, and listeners right now think the Niners are going to win that game, and they certainly could. I mean, there's some big numbers out there for 49ers players, and they're unique because their quarterback, unlike the Chiefs, isn't the driving force. You know, we could easily see the 49ers winning a Bowl in three weeks, and it's Debo Samuel that's winning the MVP, or a defensive player. I, I, I was looking, and we talked on the show this past week. I mean, you could find it out there Nick Bosa, 75-1, to 1 to win a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, if you play it out, and it is the Niners and the Chiefs, and the Niners win that game, it probably means their defense played really well. And it probably means a guy like Nick Bosa wrecked the game. I think about Von Miller when the Broncos won the Super Bowl, a pass rusher that just has two or three sacks. So I think the futures market for the MVP is uh, even more interesting than and the game and, and the game itself, you, you can find some good value there too.
2: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented
0: by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.